You're listening to a Radio 191 FM podcast. And now we're back with Trent Smith from the Department of Economics here at Otago Uni for this week's instalment of Business as Usual. Today we're going to be talking about public holiday trade restrictions as well as transparency around tax for high income earners. Kia ora, Trent. Kia ora, Maria. How's it going? Going well, thanks. So, with the introduction of Matariki as a statutory holiday this June, there will now be 11 public holidays in Aotearoa. There are three and a half days in New Zealand with strict trading restrictions under the Shop Trading Act 1990, where shops must be closed. These are Anzac Day until 1pm, as well as Christmas, Good Friday and Easter Sunday, which isn't even a public holiday. Um, We've heard from National Party leader Christopher Luxon that adding more public holidays are putting a lot of strain on business and around the country. Are there many economic benefits for public holidays for workers? Oh, economic benefits. Well, the workers get a day off, right? Like, who doesn't want a day off? Uh, I guess except those of us, um, you know, like you and I that love our jobs. (laughs) But uh, (laughs) – the, I mean, the complaints about this, I, I think, are completely overblown, right? The, the, you know, one extra day off from work, that's, you know, a fraction of a percent of, you know, the national economy, right? Mm-hmm. There are a lot of work days in the year. And, you know, and then it's, and it's not clear that you actually lose that, like, you just, you might lose a fraction of that in national output, I mean, there's some chance that you might see some inflation from, like, from the, like technically you can think of it as, a, as a, an increased cost for employers who have to pay their employees when right. they're not working. Um, and so some of those extra costs that the employers pay, you would expect, that, and this is what the critics of the policy say, you expect those costs to then get passed, you know, passed on to consumers. Right? So that's, that's the sense in which it might generate inflation. Mm-hmm. But it's not clear that all of that cost gets passed on, right? Like it, it depends how much market power the employer has, and you know, or there there is in the industry and so forth. So, some of that cost could just be taken out of profits, for instance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but honestly, the there are you know there are wealthy countries in the world, wealthier than New Zealand, that where people work fewer hours than than New Zealanders do. Yeah, on average, and you know. Lord Keynes was writing, British economist Lord Keynes was writing in the 1930s that uh, he actually made a prediction that uh, his grandchildren, meaning I guess us, would be working 15 hour weeks. Wow. Because the economy would grow so much that uh, we'd be, we all be live, working 15 hour weeks. And the economy has grown more or less as much as he predicted. We've just chosen as a society not to work 15 hour weeks. Right? Yeah. Like it's, it's really a policy decision. And so, you know, frankly, I think it would be great to to find ways to arrange our society so that everybody works less. Mm-hmm. Right? Is part of this, I mean, like public holidays provide an opportunity for New Zealanders to go out, engage in domestic tourism and things like that. And so this will increase different monetary transactions. Does that sort of balance out those lost? Yeah, by some yeah that's a good point. I, I was going to mention that. So, the, so it's true, right? It's not like the country shuts down on holidays. There's yeah. some parts of the country, the tourist, tourism industry, that just lights up, right? They'll be, they'll be excited to have another, uh, another public holiday. Um, and so it's another reason you don't expect uh, you know, national output to fall uh, necessarily so much when, there's a, when there is a, a, a new public holiday put in place. 
There's also a lot of discourse um, about trading restrictions on public holidays, such as like them being outdated with the particular days they're attached to. But are there some benefits to having days where businesses actually have to close? Yeah, I mean, I guess you could make the the Lord Keynes argument that this is one way of getting people few hours of fewer hours of work, right? Mm-hmm. That those those trading businesses that can't open, they literally have to, you know, let their let their workers um, work fewer hours. Um, I I don't know. I personally, being an American, I find these things kind of strange. I lived I once <laughs> lived in Germany for a year, and there are so many trade restrictions on holidays, and they would always because I was a foreigner, they always caught me by surprise, right? Like suddenly I could buy no groceries or yeah. suddenly I had to pay double for the, you know, the pastry I bought at the, <laughs> the cafe. <laughs> um, so I, I don't know. I, don't, I guess I don't have a strong opinion on this. Uh, uh, others do, I'm sure. Uh-huh. But in, like, in general, there is sort of some economic benefit to there being these pauses. Is there in that more broader You mean in the trading, in the yeah. trading restrictions? Um, well, sure. Like I mentioned, it's 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 a nice break for the workers. Yeah. Right. Um. You know, everyone. I mean, every, it's kind of weird. Everyone else, to some extent, stays home more when right when they can't go mm-hmm. to the supermarket or whatever. They uh, they stay home and spend time with their family. And how can that be a bad thing? Yeah. You know, it doesn't get measured in economic output, but <laughs> uh, you you can't. You, I, I guess for I, I guess for most people, that would be a, a, an, an added value. Yeah, okay. Well, now we might move on to tax. Um, Revenue Minister David Parker said earlier this week that Otero should have a more transparent taxation system so people have a better understanding of how much tax the highest earners are paying. Um, Do you think transparency around taxes on top earners is necessary? And if so, why would that be? Yes, I always have a hard time arguing against transparency. Mm -hmm. I mean, and so the... And this is a global problem, right? There's this global, um, you know, tax haven problem where the ultra-rich uh, invest in tax avoidance, uh, um, and where they, you know, a new law gets passed, you know, trying to tax them or something, and they immediately hire an army of accountants to <laughs> to find the, find the loopholes and find a way around. And it's because they have so much money, it's easy for them to keep up, keep ahead of the rules. Um, but part of the problem with that, and the reason it doesn't get addressed more aggressively by New Zealand and other governments around the world, is that there's not much transparency anywhere around this stuff. You know, occasionally we have a big leak from one of these tax havens, and we, you know, find out that all these celebrities and government officials are, are among those hiding their money from taxation in these tax havens. Um, and you know, if there was more of that, it would become a political issue, and. We, I mean, because it's it's sort of an obvious injustice, right? That you can be the richest person in society and pay less taxes than everyone yeah. else. Uh, but it's all. I mean, I guess <laughs> you could also argue that um, it's not a problem if no one knows about it, right? So you're <laughs> not going to have pitchforks in the street, uh, you know, stabbing the wealthy in the eye if, if you uh, if you just keep it all a secret. But uh, no, I'm definitely on the side of transparency. <laughs> Are there other reasons why it's so hard to collate this data around how much tax people are paying? Well, honestly, so I mean, the first thing that gets mentioned is privacy concerns, right? Like, yeah. oh, we can't actually, you know, make public what this private citizen is making every year or, or, or this, you know, this sort of thing. Frankly, those arguments kind of fall flat for me. Like, if you're, I mean, you know, 
I don't know. I don't know that we know how many people, how many citizens in New Zealand we have that you would call ultra rich, right? <laughs> we might have a lower standard here than than, than uh, maybe some wealthier country or some uh, uh, more unequal countries. But you know, I think those people at the at the top end they they probably should have less privacy rights. Honestly, right? I mean, especially if we think this tax avoidance is happening here. Uh, that um, there should there should be a different standard. If you're going to be that wealthy, make you know control that much of the economy uh, via your wealth, um, there should probably be a, you know fewer pr- privacy protections around mm-hmm. around your activities. Yeah. Okay. Um, if we can't figure out how sufficient income tax is with all these sorts of complicated privacy issues, um, is Sorry, would it be like are there other systems we could take, like increasing GST or introducing a capital gains tax? Like, how would that affect this problem? Um, yeah. So, well, economists worry about who who pays the taxes, and so GST is what we would call a regressive tax because everyone pays fifteen percent of what they spend, and um, and so it's not adjusted based on your income. Right? Incomes are adjusted so that the you know the the poor pay less mm-hmm. per dollar earned than the rich. Um, so moving away from income, the, the first thing you worry about is regressivity, uh, the, the fact that you're sort of punishing the poor more than they should be. Um, but then, you know, uh, you mentioned capital gains tax. Of course, that's the opposite, right? That's mostly hitting the rich. Yeah. Uh, and so it is potentially an alternative, right, if there, if there are barriers to uh, dealing with an income tax avoidance problem. Uh, Capital gains is one way you could you could get some of that back, maybe. Mm-hmm. And our last question: um, Labor says that they have no plans to reform the tax system in the near future. Do you think upping tax on high income earners could ease the cost of living in the country? And like similarly, would it ease inflation at all? Uh, it's hard to say. Uh, this is probably mostly a tax justice issue. Uh, right, because mm-hmm. the taking money. So the thing about rich people is they don't spend every extra dollar that comes in. So they're not actually having a huge effect on inflation. Yeah. Right. It's um, the, sort of the the bang for your buck in dealing with inflation is is adjusting the income of the poor because they're spending most of the most of the money that comes in each week. Um. So yeah. So like I said, it, sort of taxing the rich is is probably more much more a social justice issue a tax justice issue than it is uh, like specifically something that's going to have a big effect on inflation that was the radio 191 fm podcast you can find more of them at r1.co.nz forward slash podcast